Three, two. Welcome to episode 29, is it, of the yes, Ultra sir. Way podcast. As yeah. always, I'm Kyle. Marlo. Bochies. And we've got some uh, good stuff to get into today. Uh, I know last week yeah. we kind of ended talking about this upcoming week of earnings, which yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, we can get right into it. We had some some really big standouts and then some really bad kind of falls yeah. um the main ones i think everyone was looking at was obviously netflix and uh tesla which i mean you could throw snap in there if you want to but netflix and tesla probably the biggest ones both fell um after their reports i know netflix's numbers weren't great tesla's numbers weren't that bad and still fell because they reported um, a profit for yeah. the fifth quarter consecutively yeah so i don't know if it's tesla fatigue which i mean it could be yeah. um Pretty much ever since the split, it's kind of just not been the same. Not been the same Tesla we're used to. Yeah. Um, and then Netflix, what's going on with them, man? That's like three quarters in a row of just garbage. Yeah. Um, when they're expected to actually do well. Um, Chipotle also dropped like almost a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which uh, because last quarter or two quarters ago, remember it made a big run. Yeah, it did. It did, and that was because of their online growth yeah, right. um with like the whole covid thing and and all that but i i don't know it's it's tough and then we had some big standouts like algn which is invisalign basically um absolutely just taking off for what is it like 120 bucks basically yeah, about pretty much yeah um lvs reported surprisingly good numbers yeah. um so they so. they're on a bit of a run right now and then snap. I mean, the best one in yeah. my opinion, by yeah. far the best one. Yeah, there, there's no except what forty percent since. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, there's no. kind of an opposite effect going on with snap, and the reason why I say that is because <laughs> the app's getting worse. Yeah, <laughs> but the stock's going up. So um, I don't know if you guys noticed in general how social media companies have been going up, like pins, um, Twitter, now, Twitter. Now we have Snap. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have Facebook over the few, last years, but I'm just talking more recently. Yeah. Um, and like you said, Snap has. I think the app got worse. Yeah. And I don't see worse. people mostly really even using it at this point. Mm-hmm. But if you are on the app, I don't know if you've noticed how there are more ads. Yeah. And more um like. Promotions. Pr- promotions. Yeah, stuff yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it'll come from, sort of how it'll put up a random like oh this person's. I, uh, Snapchat, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, somebody I think, you like don't even know. Don't yeah, yeah, exactly. Follow. Like yeah. it'll be some someone famous essentially. Mm-hmm. So I think that might have to do with how Snap is growing at this point. Yeah, I don't know as far as like con. I mean, ads. It looks like they're doing fine. Um, hence <laughs> stocks hitting all time highs. Yeah. But as far as like content for Snap goes, I don't know where they go from here. To yeah. be honest, I really don't. I I was surprised over the last two years how because when I remember when I first looked at it, it was at what ten eleven dollars yeah. a few years back. And I thought that was well, like undervalued, mm-hmm. just on the based on the fact that there were a lot of people using Snap in general. Yeah. And at some point, they were going to implement a way to like create revenue, mm-hmm. the same way Facebook and other like social media apps have. So I'm not really surprised with it going up, but this much, I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. I use Snapchat like 10 percent of the time now, if that. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know why I still have it on my phone, to be honest. Yeah. I don't even have that. Yeah, it's just it's it's gone. It's just not my cup of tea anymore. Especially really since is. Instagram has basically their stories. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Something. Instagram has pretty much replaced it. Yeah, yeah. Snap to me is just gone. Facebook, I think, has their stuff, their own like story. Yeah, of that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just uh, Snap's not my cup of tea anymore. Plus, I can just send you a picture. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> 
I think at one point the nuancedness of like me being able to send you a picture and just erases was cool, but now I mean even Instagram kind of does that now where it disappears. Yeah. So it's like uh, I, I guess know. maybe it's not the same. for kids. I don't know. Yeah, I think it might maybe we're out of the demographic of of what it is now. We're probably getting older, that's why. Yeah, I just don't I know, see. It. I don't know many people our age really on Snapchat like that. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's on IG. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's on Twitter. And we're, and we're not that old. And we're really not that yeah, old. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I think, yeah. I just don't see a use for it personally first. anymore. Yeah. Um, I Intel, we got to talk about this. Yeah. It, I said when they had dropped, it's a dying company, mm-hmm. which I think it is. Um, AMD is just, I mean, in their field. It's just destroying them. Yeah. It, it, no, no words, other way to describe it, really. Mm-hmm. So where do they go from here? Because... AMD's about to launch their new series again, which is pretty much what a lot of experts are saying is going to actually put the nail in the coffin as far as yeah. Intel goes. What are they doing now? I I don't know. Where do you go from here? Well, it's just nothing. I mean, okay, so the only thing I can really think of is that they surprise everyone at some point with their new technology or their new version of their um, chips or CPUs because um, AMD does seem to every year put something out that's just slightly better slightly better mm-hmm. and like you said now this one this new series should put because i think the only thing people will refer to is that intel cpus were still slightly better when it came to gaming alone mm-hmm. and the amds were more so for greater workloads yeah but apparently now with this new one coming out it's gonna do even more what intel does for gaming so i don't see the upper hand that intel has anymore and the um, fact that apple even is dropping them it's Apple not a dro- good look. Yeah, yeah, Apple dropping them. I think that was definitely a big deal. But didn't you say they have they were working on something else? Um, Intel? Yeah. Uh, was it them? Like chip wise or yeah. I I think so I think we talked about TSM when they were partnering with Apple on their chips. No. Is that no? What else? I forgot what it was that you said Intel was um working on like something else. I don't know if it was Intel something yeah. else. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. But well, I just I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel right now for Intel. I think you I mean for sure, I don't think it's gonna be a tradable stock. Yeah. At this point, I feel like it's just gonna just be there. Just, and just stay at that yeah. area. Yeah. I mean, I, before it wasn't even that great <laughs> yeah, to be traded. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I, I really don't know what to say about the stock at this point. Um, I love AMD. That's my personal opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And the stock itself, like Bochy says, will probably be untradable from here on out. But. But I, I still think, think it's still gonna be. They're still going to be, be good so regardless. It'll be around. Um, they got to do something, though. I mean, I mean, they need something to yeah. s- spark that fire again. Like I said, they have to essentially come out with some type of CPU that just surprises everyone and blows AMD out the water or something because it seems like everyone's transitioning over into, into AMD. Yeah. Um, I know Intel had a lot of problems. I think, I don't know if it was with its ninth gen. But they had problems with overheating in their chips. <sighs> yeah, and so, yeah. I mean... Unless they just go and take the route where, like, I was going to be a cheaper, more affordable company. But see, uh, you're right. They could do that, too. But AMD already kind of has that. It is pretty affordable, yeah. They, like, that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons that people would even take AMD over Intel. Because Intel was still pretty much, if not about the same performance. But AMD was just cheaper. So at this point, Intel would have to drop their prices rock bottom or below AMDs to even compete. 
Because yeah. performance-wise, it seems like it's not just not what it used to be. They don't yeah. have that edge anymore, you know? And when, and the issue with Intel is when people talk about, like, bang for your buck chips, it's almost always, it's always AMD, AMD chips. It's always the Ryzen 5, yeah. um, even the Ryzen 3. Mm-hmm. But it's always the Ryzen 5. And then um, higher performance bang for your buck is... Oh, I'm just gonna get a Ryzen seven. It's yeah. like you know Ryzen so. seven. I mean Intel's i nine just I mean that's one of the only ones I see people talking about for Intel, but even then, I mean with their past issues with heating issues and whatnot, I feel like AMD is just a safer bet at this point. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh I think I do think that eventually they'll get something together. I don't unless they're the company can't just sit where it's at now. Yeah. At some definitely. point, they have to put something together and say, hey, we are losing either market share or no one is talking about us or, mm-hmm. one, you know, we're not being all that relevant in the space. So we have to come up with something. Yeah. Some, I don't, they have to do something at some point. I think they will. But for me, AMD has been taking over the entire space yeah. for a while now. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't think they're... You know, in any position to stop. They're yeah, gonna just keep pushing. Going away. They're gonna keep pushing it. They're gonna keep, ha- you know, putting their foots on on Intel's throat. Um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Definitely. And then one I wanted to bring up was Snow. We've yeah. kind of been waiting for this one to do something. It was, yeah, ever since its IPO. Yeah, it really uh, was stuck in a range for a long time and kind of untradeable. It had a few days here and there, but for the most yeah, part, for the most part untradable. it didn't have anything great, yeah. And then this week finally had two big breakout days. Yeah. So do we start seeing something from Snow here or is it kind of just going to be two days of fame more of the same after that? I don't I don't know. I mean, today it dropped pretty bad. Yeah. Over yeah. $25 from what I remember. I think we're we'll definitely see a lot of volatility, but I think it does start to like it's the beginning of, of something. That's what I think. Yeah. I think so. Because I think that's a fun, the price range and how the options are. I think it's going to be a fun one to I trade. Think so. It yeah. is, but the contract is still too crazy. And the spread is still pretty bad. It is. Mm. It is. Got I mean, that Shopify I just, effect. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Which I used to love shop. You guys yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So if it's anywhere thing similar to that, I can handle. It's right. just, I need the volume to be there and I kind of need less choppy of price action. So. I'm hoping we do get because again for that price range I love stocks in that three hundred dollar yeah. range they're they're really fun to trade they're not often too choppy when you're trying to look for your, your specific moves so I'm hoping it picks up I'm hoping this is something yeah. I can start paying attention to again because I think it's gonna I think it could be a fun one I think so just based around the fact that it's an IPO this year mm-hmm. and once people start seeing that there's interest there or starting to break out I think the buyers are. Eventually yeah. flood in. It closed at two sixty five today and hit at three ten pre market. Ooh, that's a big pull. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, big time pull. And the contracts yeah. are over a grand right at the money, so okay. but see I do like I, I don't like that for a two hundred and sixty five dollar stock. I don't like that, you're right, but I do like how much the stock moves in general. Yeah. yeah. I love that aspect of it. And I think at some point when the setup is, is right, you can definitely put on a nice swing position, you know, a month out contract yeah. and not not trade it too because I don't want to see like yesterday was up big <laughs> and then today's down big. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, like that. You don't that. love to see that. Yeah. I agree. So as far as momentum, here's why I like snow. I know it's a little overpriced at a thousand mm-hmm. at yeah. the money for a two hundred dollar stock. Yeah. But putting it into perspective, one contract is kind of worth five in that sense. Yeah. Whereas when it goes up, it goes up. Yeah. Your, yeah. Crazy. your contracts yeah. go up. When it goes down, you're not losing too much value because it's one contract. 
So the fact that it's one contract, you know, you can give it a little bit more wiggle room right. as far as your stop loss goes. I like that aspect. Okay. Now, again, if the spread gets a little crazy, we're talking 2 $3, I'm staying away. Yeah. If we can get within dollar fifty cents, yeah. you know, uh, now we're talking. Now yeah. we're talking. So yeah, that's doable. That's what I'm going to look for. Yeah. I think it gets there eventually. I can't really say yeah. when, but I again, I do like that it's starting. I mean, it has, to me, it seems like it has a lot of positivity. I mean, it has Berkshire, mm-hmm. right? That's backing it. Um, CRM, it's an IPO, right? CRM backing yeah. it. Um, so it has positive news or things surrounding it. So I do think once the setup is right and you get more people talking about it, sort of like we are, mm-hmm. um, the more interest gains, I think eventually it will have that a real breakout and maybe this is just a start of something that's going on. That you know? beyond effect sort of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah. we saw what beyond's done. Um, we've seen what a lot of IPOs done once it gets a lot of interest and people talking about it. Um, that thing just rockets. So. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we'll within see. the next, yeah. uh, couple weeks even next week maybe we can start getting yeah. some it's only been out here. for what about a month yeah it's only yeah. been out a month i mean uh, again eventually it'll do eventually yeah, yeah. maybe 400 area or, so, or so, something yeah you know because 319 is all-time high no so yeah yeah so maybe a push towards that and then yeah. we can go from there but yeah once it, it keeps building in this area because we're seeing that like what you said for it to be down that much after being yeah that is yeah you don't love to see that back all its gains yeah you don't love to see that i agree um it is a friday as well that may have to see people uh, you know offloading positions or whatnot or repositioning but because what you do want to see is something like snap yeah yeah that's that earnings then two days straight of just continuation yeah on a choppy ugly market yeah yeah and that's um, that's a really good point because in this market it's a lot more rare to see these kind of yeah exactly that's all surprise yeah Yeah. and the fact that snap's kind of doing it with ease it's one of the few no-brainer earnings reactions that we have this year really yeah and we're in october so it shows what kind of year it's been yeah yeah um overall and to say that snap has been one of the few no-brainers so um I was shocked. Me too. I was shocked. Yeah. And I, as I wanted to hold, I traded and I wanted yeah. to hold, but then I was like, this market's just been so bad. Bob was one trade I did. It broke high, broke all time high. Looked like it was going to stop, and out of nowhere, it just dropped like $5. Yeah. Like, and I, I, that's a perfect segue into kind of what I want to talk about this week is like, when you're going through a tough stretch, why is, it's even more important to just stick to your strengths? You know, even, especially when the market's kind of. It's not a bad market. It's just kind of all over the place. It doesn't mm-hmm. know where it's going yeah. yet. Like if you look at, you know, your ES or your SPY, whatever you like to look at, it's in a range. Yeah. Nothing what we haven't seen before. We said but that even a month ago, going into this month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of still the same story yeah. where it's tradable, but again, volume's a little low. Yeah. Um, plays are rarer to come by if you look at your pre-markets it's a lot you know this week i was telling you guys like it's like three days in a row of a bad pre-market overall um what why is it more important to stick to what you're good at now than it is you know when it's you see those like summer runs or Mm. two years ago in december where it's kind of just close your eyes buy a call and then (laughs) you're up 100 percent yeah um okay so I mean, I think it's definitely with the issue that we've seen, and I know we talked about it even last month going into October, we said that it'd be 
interesting to see how the market starts to react with ER. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see some outliers um, like Snap. Yeah. But then at the same time, that it feels like everyone is just waiting for the election to be over. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like sort of how at the time, I think it was in September when the market was not doing so well. Mm-hmm. And even though people were reporting great numbers due to the market we were in, it just wouldn't do anything. I can bring up Nike. Mm-hmm. I can say Target. Peloton. P-Tone, right? And as soon as the market started to turn around or we got that sl- slight pullback, even CRM. I mean, yeah. C- I know CRM went up a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, it did end up pulling back. Once the market started to turn around or we started to see an uptick um, and it's kind of dipped a bit, we find so- start to see them all just reverse to a new all-time high. I mean, they did what it was expected at first. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think... For us, I know we love to play that earnings reaction, not earnings plays, but earnings related plays. Mm-hmm. And that's one of our strengths. So now seeing that the market is where it's at, it almost has made this month or so far one week, two of earnings mm-hmm. sort of, eh. yeah. you know, because because I feel like even if I see a company report great numbers mm-hmm. and do well. I feel like the reaction just isn't gonna be there. Like Look no one's Tesla. gonna, yeah, no one's gonna care enough. Because I guarantee. You, so we've seen Tesla over the last four quarters do pretty much what it's done now. Mm-hmm. In the past, it's been somewhat of a surprise, and now it isn't so much. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they are reporting a fifth consecutive quarter of profits is positive. Yep. The stock has done nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And we've seen the pa- past four quarters. It's pretty much just taking off every time, right? And that's kind of my point that due to where we're at in the market with elections coming up and whatnot, people just don't seem all that excited about, hey, like, let me go get in Tesla. Let me take on this trade. And that's kind of what we said. We said this earnings is going to really tell us where the market's at as far as will the earnings help the market? So far. bigger weeks and nothing. And we have a big week again next week. Mm -hmm. I I agree with you because... There was times where this week where I forget, oh, this company's going to report earnings as before. Where and the like, fact oh, that I would never forget. We would like always like FaceTime each other and be like, oh, damn, look, look, yeah. y'all ready? Y'all ready? Yeah. Oh, market just closed. Let's see what's going to happen. Yep. And that excitement is not there. Nope. And I love earnings. Like, that's Same. my biggest strength, to be honest, yeah. for sure. Mm, like, that's, that's like the easiest, yeah, that's yeah. the easiest strategy for me to trade. And, and I did like and got a little happy seeing what Snap and ALGN did. Yeah, but it's still not still enough. Not the same. And know, ALGN just, was un, doesn't help. ALGN was untradable if yeah. you're in options. Yeah, because I know I think what was okay. So Intel today, or overnight, whatever you want to call it, dropped well like ten dollars, something yeah. like that. Um, and even that one didn't really tank on the day. Mm-mm. Just kind of consolidated, right? Yeah. And then we had I think what was what reported on Monday. See, I don't even remember. Uh, and usually we're on top. Of yeah. yeah, it was one that kind of. I kept calling it. Uh, Let me see. It started to tank on Monday, I think. It was Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I'll try to find IBM. it for you. IBM. Yeah, okay. there you go. So IBM, you know, same thing, dropped or whatnot. And I was like, okay, this might be a good one to go short. And it was decent to go short. Mm-hmm. But even that one wasn't all that crazy because I've seen plays like this that just drop, either drop to hell or, you know, go yeah. go off. So yeah. It, if I have to be completely honest, I feel like there is plays and the plays are there. Yeah. But as personally for me, I just don't feel, I guess you can say comfortable or yeah. just don't feel like trading right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I, 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 I just, My biggest thing is that 
I really honestly feel like everyone is just waiting for this election to be over. And you can kind of see it on Twitter too, even though like it's not always the best. Not the best to, place to get information. To go, but yeah. like you can see how it's really just dead and dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people are forcing themselves to like say things. Yeah. And like even ourselves, like we be- hardly been talking about stocks like we usually do, only because it's just been a boring, not boring, but it's just. I don't know. I no, just feel like, I'll say boring, honestly. The excitement's just not there. Yeah. And like I told you guys, I think I told Marlon, I was like, honestly, I'm just waiting for the year to be over. <laughs> New president, maybe. Yeah. Or at least we don't know who's the president. Get some consistency. Two months fr- that's two yeah. months from now. We'll see where things are at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New year. So new, like, just a new fresh start. Start fresh, essentially. Yeah. 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 And we know the stock market doesn't take the unknown very well. Um, that's when things get really choppy. Things get really ugly to trade. Yeah. Um, these last two weeks have like really shown me what my strengths are, and that's trading the open. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, first trades like my accuracy is like ninety five percent. I don't miss. Yeah, yeah. It's just this just a fact. If you look at my stat sheet, that's what works. Mm-hmm. Second and third trades, VWAP trades, it's a lot, a lot iffier. sketchier. Yeah, yeah, and that's partly because of the way I'm probably wired. I like right. the. The quick decision making, yeah. yeah. But when I have more time to like think and like, oh, should I? Should I not? It's too late. And I think yeah. that's part of what, you know, in a market like this where it's not as clear cut as what's gonna happen, you gotta stick to what works. You yeah. have to. Plus, you know what I mean? so less is more. I know. I think I, I don't know if it was last week or a couple weeks ago that I bring up how that if that you would have made more money buying the S and P at the close. And selling at the open, mm-hmm. then you would be buying at the open and selling at the close, right? Yeah. So similar to that fact is, so you know we talked about swing trading. That's sort of why it works that we get a lot of gap ups and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Even now, I mean, I just seem like for swing trading it isn't necessarily it's not there for that, you know? Because to Bochi's point about Baba, right? For to for a stock like that to hit all time highs and then drop five dollars and then do all, you know, it's just yeah. It's that not continuation's the best. not the best right now. None. It's just none at all. For for one, right? For one, it doesn't really help your contracts when it comes to um, your IV and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, to hold your swing positions through that, in the end, what I've noticed is, for example, let's say if Baba runs from three hundred five to three ten, and um, you're up five hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And then it comes back to three hundred five or three hundred six, let's say. And the next day, it hits 311, 312, 313. Still less. And you'll be up, if not the same or even less, than what you were up on the initial run, right? Mm -hmm. So what I've noticed is that if that swing, and it may be obvious, but um, just if it were to stay sort of in that same type of range, like if it went from 310 to 308 or 309 and keep going up another three, then it just, then I see the, the, enough increase in your profit on your contracts for it to to keep them you know mm-hmm. but then to hold them through all of that then to see the stock go even higher and you be up less yeah isn't really worth and that's it. A, i'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times like obviously i trade the open so i'm the if we're looking at an abcd pattern yeah. i'm usually in the a right. so i'm selling at b um and I'll go back and look. Oh my gosh, it's running up! But wait, my contract's only up another fifty cents. Oh, yeah, well, it wasn't even and worth it anyway. That, that, exactly. Yeah, that, that's when I see the true value of scalp. Not even scalping, but day trading mm-hmm. is in the fact that that first initial run usually is the most profitable. To be yeah. honest, yeah. Um, 
And the reason I do love swing trading though is if you get a nice, if you, if you get your entry right, it's very, very profitable um, because where you're in, it doesn't really go down too much from where you're at. Mm -hmm. So your entry and your upside is so much larger than your downside. Than the actual IV drop. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you get in that at a midpoint on a swing trade, your downside sometimes is a little more than it is, you know? So, mm -hmm. and your upside is maybe less. So for example, if your upside maybe on a swing trade is $10, $15, but your downside is two, um, that's great risk reward, right? Yeah. But then if your downside is two and your upside is five, Eh, now no, it's yeah. good. It's still a good trade, but is it really w the ideal situation you're, you you want to be in? So and I think the point you're making is it's a good trade if you're trading shares. Yeah, I was actually just about to get to that. Yeah. The fact that for a share trader, it's a lot easier to sit through like these types of trades or times because, of course, you never want your stocks to go down. That's not what I'm saying, mm -hmm. but. Almost knowing that the stock doesn't go right back up. I mean, you know, and knowing the value won't change because there's no exactly. IV. Yeah. So a perfect but, example of that swing trade idea you brought up is yeah. um Neo. Yeah. <laughs> Neo is perfect because if you look at it, it yeah. never could break under 17, nope. 18, and the upside just looked amazing because mm. all time high, right, or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And we saw that it almost hit thirty or did hit thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Did hit 30. yeah. And that's like the type of swings and entries you want to get. Yeah. And the thing, we actually entered on that swing twice, I think, didn't mm -hmm. we? I'm right. Um, I know you were in like before last all, any week, of like, us. Not last month when yeah. it was like at 14. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we got but in I honestly didn't think that. it was going to get in yeah. that much. Yeah. Um, and see, this is why I think there's many ways to make your money. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'll never talk bad about share trading. Because mm -hmm. I think share trading has its place and yeah. is definitely, I mean, has its advantages the same way, you know, options do. Yeah. Um, I, there, there are a lot of times where I see setups like Neo um, where I just think, man, this is a much better share trade than it is an yeah. options trade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes I'm, I'm like, man, should we just do a, a share trade on this one? Like, just see, what, see how it goes, see mm -hmm. what happens. Um, but then you get that idea. You're so, we're so used to options where the the value for what you're getting is so yeah. much greater than shares. It's kind of like, well, it's not is even it? worth it. I got to use 90% of my capital for it, half the shares. Especially like, if it works right away. Yeah. Because if it works right away when you barely get in that perfect That's entry, the options, options yeah. you, you see money, a lot of money fast. Oh, yeah, yeah. As far as if it was shares, you see money, but not as much. Nah. Or as percentage-wise, you won't see as much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, I guess that's the cons to options, IV and time. Yeah. And those things I, are really, really I understand important. why on the next day or the day after it's less data comes in IV. I understand all that. That's yeah. not, I'm not, you know, we know that mm -hmm. it's just the fact that seeing, seeing that, that it's up at 310, the initial run up is so large and it goes down and then it goes back to the 312, 313 and you're still less or, yeah. or even just the same, you know, you sat through, through all that stress or what, whatever it is. <laughs> exactly. For what? Yeah. For me up to be the same, you know? Yeah. And so that's why a lot of times I'm even just like, I'd rather just take the first thousand or the first 1500 or the first 500 mm -hmm. than sit through all of this to be up the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not, that's not always the case. Sometimes, you know, sitting through a little bit of downside um, definitely works out on a test or on Amazon, on a Google. Even now, um, Zoom. We on saw, a Zoom, uh, yeah. 
two, three weeks ago or something mm-hmm. where it had dipped yeah. and probably scared a lot of people off. But then that Friday, because it was on a Thursday when it dipped, yeah. that Friday, I mean, it was way up. And I looked at the contracts I had had, and it was like a yeah. 200% return. But that's rare. It doesn't happen that's all the time rare, with yeah. options because of that time decay, because of the yeah. right. IV drop. Exactly. Uh, one thing I can say right now is that, that I learned recently, not even learned, I just... No, you remember like you again. Yeah, yeah exactly is um just know when you get in a trade what tr- kind of trade it is, it is. um because i'm if, so glad you said that because right if now. like you you get in something and it doesn't go your way and this happened to me a few times um recently is don't make it turn don't turn it into a swing trade don't turn a scalp into a swing exactly which it i just, think is what a lot of people especially beginners who are scalpers mm-hmm. because they'll f it up on a scalp and be like, well, I have next week's expiry. I'll just hold it. Right? Yeah, exactly. And it's a, like you're the the mindset for a scalper and a swing trader is how different. I mean, it's so different. Yeah, it's like not even remotely the same. Yeah, because scalpers think in seconds to minutes, mm-hmm. and swing traders think is in days, weeks, weeks, um, weeks even. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I I definitely it, agree with you. It's um, not worth it. It's not. But I I, I one thing I'd say is that not to plan for. Okay, so. One thing I've noticed when buying contracts is, for example, let's say I buy the 55 call on Intel for this week mm-hmm. versus the 55 call for three weeks out, mm-hmm. right? And I spend an extra, let's say, $800, right? And if I'm, if my setup is still there, right, but it's a day trade, or if it's a swing trade, right? The, I, okay, I don't, I don't explain this. The downside, like how much you lose on a contract that you buy like closer to the time mm-hmm. is so much larger than like far out. You know yeah. what I mean? So even though you're not planning to maybe hold it that long or even on a day trade. Okay, here's here's a good example. On a day trade where I buy same day expiry calls versus like three weeks out, I lose less on the ones that are three weeks out. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's the only advantage that I see of buying those like farther out the money calls. So that's what I kind of do later in the week, Thursdays yeah. and Fridays. I always buy next week just because. Even if it's a day trade. Yeah, even yeah. though I know it's going to be a scalp. It's just extra protection. Yeah, because you know I mean? I'll see like a drop and then all of a sudden same same week contracts are down 50%. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, yo, it's not even dropped that much. Yeah. Like what's going on? But then if I buy two weeks out, three weeks out, I'm down like 10%. Yeah. So I, that's the only, even though, yeah, you want a day trade. That's the only advantage I see of buying farther out the money contract. Yeah, but so but again, not, not the money, but far but, but again, you're planning for it for a day trade. Like I'm saying, like like when you day trade or you're gonna scalp. Yeah, you're still and it, t- t- it turns on you. Oh, you're still cutting. Don't turn into a swing. No, no, yeah, you still cut it and all that. I'm my only point is that you still lose less when buying further out. Yeah, that's that's yeah. It. That's but I agree. Even though because it's happened to me, even though I buy three weeks out. And it goes, it doesn't go my way. I still cut it regardless. Mm-hmm. I don't say, oh, like, well, I have two weeks out. You know what I mean? Because my plan was to either make 500 now mm-hmm. or lose 100. So I'm once I see that break, I'm not about to hold it. Just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, just because, yeah. Yeah, but I, again, I just noticed that on the downside of your contracts is a lot less, obviously. But right. I just noticed, like, the difference in the fact that if I buy same week, and if it doesn't go my way, how quickly it'll go from 50 to 100 to 200, 300, 400. Yeah. Like yeah. That, I'm, ta- I'm yeah. talking like in the matter of a minute. And we're and that's like three factors in one. 
like time decay, IV, exactly. Day, like all of that is compounding you exactly as the stock's going down. If you have calls and it's like, yeah. holy crap, yeah, like, what did I just do? Right, it's yeah. quick. That yeah. like I've noticed that a few times in the past two months where I'm just like, okay, that's why I buy farther out because mm-hmm. that was so quick. Yeah, like I know it happens that way, mm-hmm. but I I didn't I honestly didn't expect that type of a quick yeah. like cut where I was looking at it and I was like, okay, it's not going my way. Okay, I gotta cut it, and by by the time I wanted to cut it, and I was going to my laptop or my whatever it is, I was already down another three hundred. Like in the matter yeah. of thirty seconds, I'm like, "Yo, okay, this yeah. is too much." And then rather when I have farther week expires, I it almost okay, I'm down, I'm down. Okay, that's my stop loss. I'm out, and it's still it's about where you expect it's about where it I expected a hundred, yeah. hundred twenty, whatever it might be, and I'm fine with where I cut it, and mm-hmm. I'm good. Nah, I I, not, I agree. Because... Not not by the time I say I'm out. And I go sell it. I'm down another three hundred. Yeah, that's my dif- that's, that's, that's the lot. difference I've seen. Mm-hmm. And and again, like what you said, your plan is still day trade. Do not turn it into swing trade. But at least you've you know mitigated that volatility in terms of your contracts, where you lose fifty percent yeah. in like thirty seconds, and then maybe unless you lose ten to fifteen percent in during that time span. You know what I mean? Just because you bought farther out expiring. Yeah. And only, then, only thing I, I would say. But yeah. good thing is, you also the returns a lot more. Mm-hmm. You buy weekly. Yeah, and a lot I mean, cheaper, which causes you can buy more less cons. capital. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's again, and, everyone, and everyone has their yeah. style to do it. Everyone has their style yeah, to do it. It just depends because there's it just I know depends. on the also depends on the like for me I always that's what I started doing too. I buy two three weeks out. Yeah, just to give me that breathing room, but. I've been in situations before when I first started trading where I didn't have you know yeah, you capital, have capital to do, it. I know, to I know. do that. I what am I gonna buy one contract three weeks out? Yeah, I can or buy five right week. now yeah. for this week. Yeah. And my trip, my plan is to scalp it. Yeah. And I think that is there. There, there is a good side to that, but it's also part of a, the trap. I think because all it takes is one time for what Marlo's describing to happen, yeah. where it wipes away all the yeah. gains that you've had. So I think that is part of the trap too. I think it is safer to do the if you're thinking, well, should yeah. just buy one three weeks out or buy the one three weeks. Yeah, out? for I'm sure. That's you. yeah, that's where I'm at yeah. with it. Um, but honestly, like I said, it just depends look, because if you're gonna scalp, you're not your pers- so, your returns not gonna be a lot. And by the time the stock moves a lot, mm-hmm. and you only see what 15 percent return, right? You're not gonna see anything on that one con. So yes, also you gotta. I guess it also, but I think it, it sort of. What's your risk tolerance? Tolerance. Right? Yeah, so exactly. So your risk tolerance is that you can only lose 10, 15 percent because like that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. Then you may have to buy that one contract and and say, you know what, maybe I don't make that same upside, but at least that downside isn't as. Crazy. Honestly, forget your risk tolerance. What's your account's risk tolerance? Don't that's, tell that's me. That's what I was to say. Yeah, because yeah, you might be able to be okay with losing a thousand dollars, but yeah. your account's a five thousand dollar account. You lose a thousand dollars, you're. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So forget that. What's your account risk tolerance? Yeah. If you have a twenty thousand dollar account, I'll I give you a little it. more leeway to take uh, yeah, the weekly day of expiry ten con the, yeah. scout. Honestly, the, the amount of capital just kind of determines how you should trade too. That too. Yeah. You gotta, and because if you have a small account, what honestly you just gotta play more on the safe side. To be honest, definitely. And what I've seen too is that we have had situations like Walmart. Or um, what's another one that Oracle, I guess. Eh. But Walmart, D Dog, uh, D Dog, um, Microsoft, even that mm-hmm. same day, where you know you're gonna scalp it, and 
there really is no reason to buy, to buy two, three you know, weeks. Like, if you know you, you're gonna get out fast. Yeah, like if you if you're only gonna scalp it, you may as well just buy this week or next week yeah. mm-hmm. and call it a day. There's no reason to buy two or three unless you're saying, I think it's gonna go up this so and so over the next month. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna buy five for next month, ten for today, mm-hmm. and another five for next week. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing. But again, if you're if your sole strategy is to scalp that like that type of play. Whether it's news based like Datadog, then you might as well just buy same week expired. Yeah. Because your upside on ten contracts same week, it's gonna be insane. Mm-hmm. And we did the math. Remember, I think it was a four hundred dollar trade. Would have been what, four grand, ten or six yeah, grand? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And if you buy two weeks out, it's not gonna be the same. It's gonna be like two yeah. K. Yeah. Not not to say two K is bad, but mm-hmm. different. I think it's the, it's the, just all depends. Like I tell a lot of people, yeah. it's it's not easy to trade. To be honest, it's not. It's Let's very be hard. real. Incredibly hard. And there's a lot factors. of factors that comes to it For that you'll, you'll learn. Yeah. Like, I feel like I learn something almost new. every day. Yeah, <laughs> like, still. Seriously, yeah. seriously. The yeah. market kicks your ass in many, a different way. Yeah. Every many day. nuances yeah. that you come across weekly, daily. Just like, I pre- remember last year, we'll be like, I feel like we finally know everything. We got it down. Nope. nope. We learn something. Yep. Yeah. And it'll be the same way next year. Next yeah. year, we'll learn more. Mm-hmm. You have to have more and more. Um, yeah, because see, the shareholders, to be honest, they just got to weather the storm holding weight yeah. to be honest yeah. if you're in a good stock eventually it's gonna go up yeah i mean if you're in yeah exactly. looking coffee if you're in lk then yeah it's you're different. screwed yeah but if you're in a good company whether that's apple or amd or uh, neo i don't know whatever yeah. and if, if you and you don't really want to take the loss just wait to be honest just hold it you really don't have to just wait options you really got to think about yeah. your risk here like yeah. what is this time realistic enough for my strike and Honestly, because of the IV drop and the time decay, most of the time it's not. Yeah. Like, it's just not. Not even because your analysis is wrong. It's just the IV hit is something crucial, man. Yeah. It, it really smacks you. It and, does. And it's just not worth it to hold it. Even if you're right, it's just not yeah, worth it's it just to not, hold it. Yeah. yeah. A lot, yeah. So, exactly. I think I think the keys takeaways from this discussion is, but what Bochi said, know what the trade is before you get yeah. in. And then... Um, Sticking to your strength. If yeah. you're not a swing trader, don't all of a sudden become a swing trader. Yeah. If you're not a scalper, don't all of a sudden become a scalper. Yeah. You're, you're gonna fail at it because you haven't practiced it. It's not what you've what you've learned. If you paper trade it as a scalper, don't real trade as a swing because you're scared to take a loss. Exactly. It, you know. And one thing I want to also add is because you know you guys know I love to trade with small accounts. Mm-hmm. Is it don't get mad, don't get frustrated if you don't catch those three, four hundred dollar wins because those fifty hundred dollar wins end up adding up. Yeah, true. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a mistake a lot. Of yeah, because like, yeah. that's how they in the beginning that used to happen to me a lot. I'll be up about fifty, hundred dollars, even hundred fifty, but I'll be like, no, it's still not enough. My yeah. account's not gonna get bigger like this. Yeah. Market says that's not enough. All right, take yeah. this. And then, yeah. and then I ended up, ended up yeah. either break even or losing yeah. until yeah. I was taking that that profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ends up adding. Like, it adds up. Trust me. Yeah. Especially if you're yeah. scalping on a small account, take the profit. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's $20. $20 yeah. times five, $100. Your account's $100 more for next week. Yep. yep. Do that every week and you're you're sitting pretty. It, it, it's a, honestly, the market's all about patience too. Yeah. 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 You got to learn the long game. Like, mm-hmm. if you're, <laughs> I know on Twitter and stuff, YouTube, it's popular to have those. I made thousand, you know, thousand dollars a minute kind of thing but that's just not realistic um 
it really is a long game. You exactly. can't think like oh, I'm gonna trade to get the Lambo in a month. You just can't because you're gonna. Yeah. And like, there's nothing wrong with having a thousand dollar account in three four months from now. It's like at three four thousand. Exactly. That's actually really yeah, good. And like, that kind of shows how disciplined you are. Discipline mm-hmm. and how much of a good trader you may Cause, be. Cause you know what I mean? If you're able to do that with a thousand dollar account, imagine when you have a four or five thousand dollar account. Because like Kyle said before, there's people that try to trade a five thousand dollar account and mess up and don't do well and they're yeah. like you know what i need more money i need like thirty forty thousand dollars well if you don't know how to trade a five thousand dollar account how you're gonna trade thirty thousand yeah. you think you're gonna trade better your five hundred dollar <laughs> loss is gonna be a five thousand exactly loss. pretty much yeah it only it's only gonna increase what you already are mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you already lose a lot of money you're gonna lose more money yep. exactly you know, if you make a lot of money with a thousand dollars you're gonna make even more money with five more money with 20 mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you keep that same type of discipline so would you guys say you should start with a smaller sided account just be, especially if you're newer um if, like if you're five, n- maybe ten even ten to me is a stretch because it gives too much room for i think on a newer too. i think on a newer one yes because you still have to learn what it is to go through the emotions mm-hmm. what it is to be undisciplined because i guarantee exactly. you, you're going to go through all the things that every trader goes through greed Fear, um, you're Do undisciplined. we not still have some of these issues? Yeah, we still, it still yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, it's you know? human nature. Yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. you know, to the fact that, again, we're all gonna make mistakes. We all have like emotional battles we have to go through. So you're gonna keep making these mistakes. It's just about making less of them and being aware of what you're doing. You know, if you're, if you're being greedy but you don't th- think you're being greedy, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you're being greedy and you recognize it then you kind of know what it is and you can... There's been so many times where I yeah. take that second or third trade and I'm like, I'm going to take stopped. it with a smaller risk because I know I'm being a little greedy. Yeah, 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 or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. you got to, like you said, you got to go through all these things and, yeah. and losses are going to... What, what most people don't realize is like that two, three month winning streak, a losing streak's right behind that. And people don't realize that. Yeah. So then they go through it and they're like, oh my God, I can't trade. Oh, I'm yeah. a loser. When in reality... No, that's going to happen. Yep. Because most, like, would you guys say the all-time best strategies or traders win, what, 70, 80% of the time? Yeah. That yeah. means 20% of the time you're losing. So that loss yeah. is going to come. Exactly. It's and just I, win. Yeah, and no, I'm glad you said that because I, the thing a lot of people hate is being wrong. Mm-hmm. No one likes to be wrong. Yeah. But the market is going to make you be wrong at times. And you just got to accept it. Yep. Yeah. If you can't accept it, that's when you lose your account. Exactly. Yeah. Because you ignore stops, you you become greedy, you you lose your discipline because you don't want to be wrong. Yeah. Instead of just saying, ah, you know what, I'm wrong here, get out. That's exactly. the hardest part. One of the hardest parts. Yeah, of for sure. Is being able to just say, like, put away your ego and just say, hundred dollars loss, I gotta take it. And I think I think that's why someone who's new to trading, you just have to start with a smaller account. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Even if you, you have know, the money, I just don't think I don't see yeah. the because again, if you. I'd rather you get it carried away with a 5K account mm-hmm. than get it carried away with like a 30K account. Because again, you're gonna go through that time where you're undisciplined, you're greedy, you're gonna lose a lot of money, then you're gonna make a lot of money. I'd rather you do that with a smaller account. Go yeah. through all those emotions, learn that discipline, learn all those things, go through all of that, and then say, it looks like I found what kind of trader I am, mm-hmm. I know my strengths, I know um, when the market does this, I should do that, so on and so forth. Now I can do my 20K, 30K, 40K account. Yeah, exactly. you got to learn how to scale, too. Because if you start with a bigger account, 10 contracts, 20 contracts. That, too. I mean, it, same way, same way. For, for example, on a day where, if you're new to trading, on a day where the market is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. 
and you can buy the 10 cons or the five, whatever it might be. But then what about the market when the market isn't what it is? Like, it's not that great for or you. Or you get an expected news. Yeah, you get mm-hmm. some expected news. Then, then what do you do? Yeah. You know, you're, you're most likely going to be lost, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, and how fast can you recognize it? Yeah. You know, just because it happens and you know what's happening, how fast are you to recognize it and say, what's my next step? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm wrong or something has now? changed. Yeah. So, you know, so, yeah, I mean... I think so, yeah, just kind of want to add if you're a new trader, no matter how much money you have, I even say start with a thousand dollars and try it out for a bit. If you end up losing it, you end up losing it because I guarantee you, you have a five, ten, fifteen thousand dollar account, you'll lose that even within that first day. Guaranteed, yeah. happened to me before when I first started. Yeah, you try to start with a big account, you don't know what you're doing, those thousand dollars will be gone fast. Yeah, I started yeah. with the first time I ever started trading was a 10. And I think that was too much because I got this false sense of like security almost. Mm-hmm. Like ten grand, there's no way I can lose ten lose grand. It, yeah. Next month I'm looking at like a three hundred dollar account. Yeah. And you're like, what exactly. the hell just happened? So, yeah. All right, I started off with like five hundred dollars. I started off small. Yeah. And the first time I ever got like that account up to like over ten K, I got that greediness. I was like, oh, I can do this easy now. And I stopped following my plans, boom, two thousand dollar loss like the next day. Like yeah. It happens fast. It, it yeah. smacks you like it really does. Yeah. And you and you look up the next day and you're if you're tracking your trades, you go through your spreadsheet and you're like, "What the that's fuck?" That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's depressing. You know. Yeah. So, I I agree. Starting with a small account like really teaches that discipline. Yeah. It really does. I can't. You can't. It almost like you can't. You're yeah. out of buying power, so you yeah. can't take that second exactly. trade or that. Oh, third you can't trade. keep downsizing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it forces you to have that discipline. Yeah. It's like, damn, I better cut here at hundred fifty dollars loss before, yeah. and it comes three hundred, then four hundred, yeah. and I'm gonna left. Yeah, exactly. So that's one of the hardest parts, I think. I think it's an underrated part is knowing when to cut the trade. Like, it's easy to see your trades red, yeah. but letting go, like letting go of your ego, letting go of the trade, is so so hard. It's just like because you don't want to be wrong. It's what yeah. it is. You don't want to be wrong. You put all your your capital, your emotional investment into it. Like you just you don't want to let it go on a loss. This is not human nature. Yeah, because then yeah. you're like, okay, I sat through all of this mm-hmm. to just you know take the loss. But yeah. to be honest, I think that's the best thing you could do sometimes is just restart. You know, just take the loss. Yeah. Whatever it is, whether that's a hundred dollars, whether that's two thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, whatever yeah. the hell it is. Hopefully, it's not five thousand dollars. But yeah. <laughs> whatever it is, you know, take the loss and just move on and yeah. start fresh. Because to be honest, the way I see it is, if you're wrong this time. You can be right next time, make it all up. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, I'd rather just take the L for the hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, and say tomorrow, you know, I'll, or next week, I'll put on a better plan mm-hmm. to, you know, put on a better trade and hopefully make it all back, and I'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Rather than, okay, let me just sit through the ten k loss and hope it comes back. Just hope, you know, because then, because then at that point, you're just you're just sitting there watching money burn. Yeah. You know, with yeah. no plan anymore, and just, yeah. It's oh, not, it's, yeah. It's not a great, it's it's that, not a great feeling. No plan. It's all hope yeah, yeah it's not a great yeah. feeling. Yeah. The, the second that you feel like something's off or that it's just no longer what you thought, or a lot of it is a lot, it's feeling sometimes. <laughs> Once you feel like it's just not. <laughs> that go first feeling usually is when. It's just like, okay, I'd rather cut it now, take my $200 loss, and restart with a new trade or tomorrow or the next week because. <laughs> you save yourself a lot of money. I say, boys, you laughing. Yeah, because I was gonna say, I don't know if y'all ever felt this, but if there's ever a point where like the market's <laughs> closed, you're still in a trade, and you can't even go to sleep, hoping that they, like 
goes yeah. up or yeah. goes your way, yeah. that's when you know you should be like, all right, you gotta Not cut it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, but it hurts to see, but I can live with like, oh man, I sold it for $10 because I thought it wasn't going to be, and it's way up yeah. there. Then it's like, I'm still, I'm holding a, a dead bag yeah. where it's like I hope this thing recovers $10 in two days Yeah, you know knowing that it's extremely unrealistic like I can live with I sold it for 10 or I sold it for a small small loss and it ended up going my way than yeah. it is ah oh, man I'm holding a dead bag right yeah, now yeah I agree like, I, I, just, I, I sat on the air of caution most of the time yeah, yeah. you just, know just cause uh, as a trader you have to protect your capital that's mm-hmm. all you have in this game and the second that you start to, you know, use that capital, like... Live to learn how to, to trade another day. Yeah. That's the hardest you know part. Because I mean? it, it means accepting being wrong. Yeah, we've all yeah. been through small accounts, big accounts, up, downs. You know, it's 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 hectic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you start yeah. to really figure um, out, take your L's. Yeah, exactly. Just, I know, feel like I'm the biggest sore loser in this planet, to be honest. <laughs> And the market has taught me how to catch an L. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, me too. I, I hate, hate losing. I hate it. I, there's hate nothing it. more than I hate than losing. Yeah, yeah. like, but it, it <laughs> saves your account just taking yeah, your L. You gotta do it. There's that's situations just, where you or things that you just gotta learn. You gotta to learn take to take the, the L sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't. Yeah, learn to trade what's there. You cannot not be what stubborn. You, want it to you just yeah. cannot yeah. be stubborn when it comes to trading. You know, mm-hmm. in trading and investing, you just cannot be stubborn. Yeah, to be honest. Um, like like Kyle said, when you're holding a dead bag, it's bad and you feeling. know it. You just <laughs> it's a bad feeling because you're just sitting there like, I don't even know what to do at this point. Yeah, you're just yeah. sitting there, no shot. Okay, I, I can't even do another trade because all my capital is still yeah, like this in this trade. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. And then you're you're mad because you get mad at the market because of course the one thing I'm holding isn't going exactly. up. Everything else is going up. So you just oh, just avoid that as best you can. Yeah, it will happen sometimes. Like happen. we're not gonna lie to you, it will happen. And it's the the thing is that it's gonna happen. It's mostly what your reaction mm-hmm. to it is, or what you do about it. You know, being able to recognize it and just yeah move on or not replicate that same thing. You know. Yeah. I mean, and y'all probably and don't want to hear this, but it's just part of the yeah. Part of the game. I honestly know it's so hard to explain. To me, it's all about you have to get that experience. You do, and you everyone who becomes a trader will like. You'll do everything we just described today. Yeah, seeing seeing like the thing where people say, "Oh, made a um, five million in the last thirty days." This and that. I mean, sure. Maybe you did, maybe it's you didn't. Not, I'm not even, yeah, whether whether it's true or not. I, but. I, I know. I mean, look. The bet, I feel like on this podcast we've already gotten yeah. gone into so many times how much we do not believe that, right? Yeah. Look, but the best. Yeah. Without getting into it, <laughs> without getting into it, whether it's real, whether it's not, for the majority of people, it is not going to be that way. Yeah. Maybe you just had the greatest thirty days of all time. In history of trading, yeah. which again I don't think you did, but you know just for the sake of argument, it's just not going to be like that for people, mm-hmm. you know. So when people are portraying certain aspects of trading that are unrealistic, in my opinion, is harmful to to traders and new traders especially, because yeah. realistically, what you're going to go through is what we just said. Mm-hmm. You're going to take losses. You're going to be greedy. You're going to make a bunch of mistakes. Is hard as hell. But with time, you know, if you're diligent or disciplined enough, you yeah. eventually get it, and yeah. you learn it. It's a lot. It's a lot of it. 
None of this. I don't think any of this people could really like teach it to us. Mm-mm. With time. With time, you get that experience. You know. Look at LeBron. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. how great he is, and uh, people say he never four rings, but people say he never even win. Yeah. When it came to the Mavericks thing, he'd never win a championship. He was too hey, weak, this and hey, that. Yep. And even for those that never won, look what they still got: Hall of Fame, yeah, trophies. Like they still got something I out mean, of it. Carmelo, you he might, may never win a ring, yeah. and it's not over. But I'm just saying, he probably still a Hall of Fair, Famer. First ballot Hall of Famer, like yeah. just. Allen Iverson has never won a ring. Mm-hmm. For, for First sure, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest to ever play. Yeah. So, so you yeah. probably, hopefully, it does happen, but you may not see those $20, 30000000 million, but you still make five ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's nothing That's you nothing to laugh at. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I know we kind of like hammer Or even home just freedom. That yeah, too, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Your Maybe freedom. you're just able to do whatever <laughs> yeah. you want. Yeah. Your Hall of Fame career might be 100000 a year. Yeah, I mean, that's. Pretty damn good in my eyes. I, I think so too. Oh yeah, I, so come on. I think yeah. Exactly. I know we were kind of like hammering home all the negatives of what could be with trading, but at the end of the day, it's, this is really what you want to do. Like take the bet on yourself, but yeah. do it the right way by learning, you know, how to become the best at it, how to really practice the things that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do it Wall Street bet style by just gambling. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do it the right way and you will you you'll achieve what you want to. Because honestly so. there's gonna be dark days. Yeah. Many dark days. Many dark days. Many dark days to be honest. But it's just part of what happens. I mean yeah. it's not if always it's like really it's not always do. like butterflies or whatever Rainbows that scene is. Rainbow yeah. shine, yeah. Capri Sun, I don't know whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always like yeah, that. No no one sees like LeBron someone always tells you, the oh, per- you know? trading's perfect. Mm-hmm. Nah. Always green. That's BS. Yeah, that's not. That's just not what it is. You know, yeah. a lot of dark days. And if you don't like to hear that, then you probably shouldn't be a trader. You should probably shouldn't be a trader because I yeah. guarantee you that you anything to, that you do, there's been dark days. Yeah, things that you don't exactly. Like. It's, you know, with like anything you, you do, with I mean, anything, I don't care what you're doing, whether yeah. that's a anything uh, worth getting in the sense. It's and, gonna have that. and even the things that aren't worth getting, you're still gonna. If you don't, if you hate your job or you hate. Um, I don't know. I can't even think. Whatever your thing is, right? Mm-hmm. There's still gonna be terrible days at that. Yeah. Like, what? You can either chase what you want and what you love and still have bad days, mm-hmm. or do what you hate and still have bad days. Yeah. Like, regardless of the Pick rock a you struggle, because it's gonna yeah. Be- <laughs> whatever struggle you have, there are gonna be terrible days. Regardless, yeah. it is not gonna matter. Agreed. I would rather pick the struggles of chasing what I want to do. Yeah, you and you, I mean? yeah. It's gonna be tough, you know. Whatever you, like Kyle said, if it's something worth getting, it's gonna be tough. And it feels a whole lot better once you get it, mm-hmm. knowing that you exactly. went through those struggles. Yeah, very true. Otherwise, what's the point? Seriously, yeah. what is you the know point? what I mean? Yep. I mean, but if something was super easy, then everybody would do everybody it. Everybody do it. Yeah. To be honest, everybody do it. Yeah, that's it for me, man. Same here. Hey, once I was gonna get that shirt. WrestleMania, yeah, um, <laughs> I just saw it right now. Yeah. So, any predictions next week? For next week, we got a big. Group. I have no predictions, but I am somewhat excited. I am. Yeah. Too. Um. No predictions. I'm a lot more excited about next week than I am this week. Yeah. You know, a lot of great companies. I could think we have something looking forward to Pretty every day, day, right? Yeah. Even yeah, on Monday. Much. Yeah. Even on Monday. Beyond. Got Spotify, Beyond, Google, Grubhub. Yeah, I'm excited. Someone's that moves. Yeah. I'll be watching Beyond and then e-commerce, so Shopify, okay. Wayfair, 
Amazon. Etsy. I think the one Etsy. I'm looking at the most is probably AMD, to be honest. AMD. AMD. That's. I'm that thing has to come back one. to 100. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. There's uh, too we'll much see. good news for them to exactly to even be where it's at right now. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Again, I think it's just marking conditions. Yeah. 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 Maybe we won't see it next. We'll probably see, may see the next following month. week or the second week. Yeah. yeah or knows. next month. Yeah. I like AMD too. Yeah. yeah. I, I I agree. I think it's got to be at 100 eventually. And WWE. Let's uh, get it. Oh boy. I don't <laughs> know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a much more exciting week. I think next week. Yeah. All right, well. All right, boys. Well, thank you guys once again for your continued support, for listening to the Ultra Way podcast. This was episode 29, Rolling with the Punches. Because it's been a couple. Yeah, fitting. (laughs) A couple of rough weeks, if not rough month. Um, Go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you guys aren't um, interested in joining the Ultra Instinct community, hit us up on IG. Um, or any socials as well as ultrainstitutraining.com. Um, that is it for me. More content will be coming soon. I know we say that a lot, but you know we're working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes that will hopefully, um, whether it's next month or being in the new year. Um, we got a lot of things yeah. coming up. Trust us. Just because you don't see it, like they say, it happening. Exactly, you know? I agree. Um, a lot's coming. This was episode twenty-nine. Signing out. Chugging along with these. Yeah.